brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello. Turn up that dial. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. Oh, put it around. Stop uh, it. This is a late night. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the 2 a.m. beer hour. I'm your host here, Juliana. <laughs> I'm not wearing any underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Before they change this channel, tell 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 them what they're listening to. Welcome to, obviously, a very special episode. Um, This is a Sud segment. Caperton is the special part of the special. I just want to point that out. I am special. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. This is where really, really good beer meets really, really bad radio. <laughs> As a one night stand, nine months later, you get the podcast. Yep. <laughs> We've established the low bar in a wide range of medium. Setting the bar low for five years mm-hmm. and still tripping over it. Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, this is good old gal Juliana. And with me today in this for this illustrious, amazing episode is good old boy Dave. Uh, I would prefer you didn't use my name, but <laughs> since you already did, <laughs> hi, everyone. Good old boy Caperton. Hello. Hello. Good old boy Tim. I'm just here for the Zebulon. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> good old boy Mike. Hey, this is good boy Mike, and my Latin name in Mike is, or my name, <laughs> <laughs> my Latin name is actually Mike as well. So there you go. Welcome. Boy, I just toes that up. You did. Latin good for you. Mike is Latin. You That's are right. twice as funny. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes. Today's episode is going to be awesome. Uh, the the beers are going to be awesome. That's a pretty sharp distinction there. Uh, so we have any sponsors for the show? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wanting to know. You know. What about that S and T place? <laughs> All right. Well, this episode is going to be like half-assed as always. I mean, let me get that out of the way. But we're going to be drinking and discussing beers from Zebulon Artisan Ales in Weaverville. North Carolina. They have lots of weavers there. I'm, I'm that or the people drive, can't drive in a straight line. Dave, I don't know. they have not banned us from this locale. Banned yeah. once again. So be careful, okay? I think they just did. Um, well, speaking of half-assedness. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gesturing towards you, Dave. She's giving me Why the, is that? She's giving me the number one sign again. Hey, uh, good old boy Dave, why don't you uh, read some stuff that you copied and pasted and stuff from Look, the website? So uh, just because I copy and paste from their website instead of actually writing real content does not mean I did not put any effort in here. <laughs> once you hit copy... Then you have to select the correct paste icon in order to match fonts. But even then, when you match the font, you have to go in and change the line spacing sometimes just to make sure. Yeah, I am number one. Cry me a river. Look, don't even come close to saying, hold my beer. Let me read this, okay? (laughs) All right. So this is, I guess everyone already knows, from Zebulon's website. We are a small production brewery with a sweet little tasting area that is open on Fridays and Saturdays from 1 to 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Just in case you were wondering. Uh, we're closed on other days in order to <laughs> brew or bottle or stuff. We are located in downtown Weaverville. 
which is just 10 minutes from downtown Asheville, North Carolina. That's true. We offer small pours, very small, I'm just kidding, they're good, and flights of both the beers that we have bottled as well as experimental forest small batches available only at the brewery. Chilled bottles are available for enjoying on or off premise as well. You can drink them in the parking lot. They don't care. I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Sorry. That's totally false. I mean, they don't have a parking lot. Well, there's like those, there's two <laughs> true. spaces. That's true. There's two spaces right in front of there. Usually, there's a car there. Though. I may let the audience actually decide if they want you to read the rest of this. <laughs> Can we take a poll? The, the name Zebulon. Yeah, no. The name Zebulon was chosen because it just sounds awesome, and it starts with a Z, which is always cool. There is the you get a lot of points for Z's. Z's are Scrabble. Yeah, that's a yeah, big that's okay. There is the famous explorer Zebulon Pike, who uh, discovered a variety of fish. I don't know. I just made that part <laughs> up. Too. There is the pretty U- much like the rest of this. There is the USS Zebulon from Star Trek, and of course the locally born North Carolina governor Zebulon Vance. We just think it sounds badass. I agree. It's also in the Bible, just in case anybody want to know. It's a biblical name. Yep. Uh, I'm over here praying. (laughs) Yeah, I'm praying you shut up. All right, so our beers are about our beers. Um, While we do tend to to focus on Belgian and French farmhouse. You know, it would be good if I'd numbered these pages. That's the other part of the hard work when you're doing it. I should say this this episode's a little late in the day. I like the self-sabotage aspect of this background. It's kind of my my deal. We've enjoyed a lot of Zebulon beer before this episode. While we do tend to focus focus (laughs) on Belgian and French farmhouse styles, we also brew historical, forgotten, and mythological beer styles. That means they made them up. We don't have any flagship beers. Instead, we like to brew something new every time. Awesome. Surprise! Much of our beer is aged in large oak punching barrels. I don't know who they're punching, but whatever. With wild yeast for for several years to develop complex flavors. Don't worry, we'll edit it out and post. Uh, We package almost (laughs) everything in large 750 milliliter bottles. That's almost a whole liter. That are corked and caged. Three All qu- of our beers quarters. are unfiltered and bottled conditioned. Some beers are hop forward and others are not. And are uh, But those are best consumed fresh, the hop forward ones, while others will continue to evolve for years and may become new life forms. <laughs> if storing the bottles, keep them upright and between 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius, (laughs) or Kelvin, if possible. Thank you. Flawless. Good old boy, Dave. Well done. Well done. Well done. What would 50 to 60 Kelvin be in Fahrenheit? Uh, (laughs) Bad. (laughs) The end of the world. I think it would be. I think you're right. (laughs) This sad segment is sponsored by stuff and things do you need stuff do you like things well we have a lot of stuff and we have great prices on our things if you need stuff or you want some things come down to stuff and things stuff and things things and stuff stuff and things and stuff and things okay (laughs) okay well enough of the chit chat okay let's let's get to some tasting um please here are the beers that we're going to be tasting today Spring Saison, which is a collaboration with Birds Fly South from Greenville, South Carolina. Caw-caw! Yay! Go Greenville. <laughs> um, experimental Forest, number one. Excuse me? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Already. Already. <laughs> Taking wow. a shot at South Carolina. It's Sorry, South Carolina. It's already Greenville. It's not Spartanburg. Uh, right. Oh, that's a whole different animal. Um, dry Hopped, Brett Saison. Saison VA Provision, Carolina Native Ale, and Beer de Noel. Good old boy, Tim, why don't you enlighten us with our Suds ratings for today? 
Alrighty. Well, we'll be discussing and rating these beers with our suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Highly scientific. It is a panel of judges. (laughs) (laughs) And these are those ratings. Uh, A score of one is, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Not a burp. Not a belch. Number two, was that a belch? Most famous phrase in all of North Carolina. Was that a belt? I didn't think she was my sister. <laughs> Banned once again. That's Alabama. You always get those confused. My bad. Sorry. They say North Carolina likes it on top. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, number three. Ah, what a relief. <laughs> number four. A body should really not make that sound. And the wonderful rating of five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Good deal. Had to lay down after that. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Should there be anything to say? I don't know. Uh, our listeners probably have the following alternatives at this point. One, you can stop listening at this point. <laughs> Number two, just hang along. Hang with us, people. Please, uh, it's going to get better. Not yeah. going to get worse. We're getting warmed up here. I like the optimism flowing in the room. Or C, go get a piece of chicken and come back. <laughs> D, I know I had a CD somewhere in here. Where is it? Yeah. Well, go get the chicken. We'll be right back. You should choose to rate your children according to our suds ratings. That's what you should do. <laughs> yeah, see, that yeah. could work. Yeah, yep. Yeah, see, she's uh she's thinking about whether she wants to talk about Bob before or after. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Welcome back, everyone. We are in the midst of a brewery takeover with Zebulon. In the midst of something. If you picked option A, you're you've picked correctly. You're back. <laughs> or maybe okay. you're not. Stop. 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 This is Zebulon, Artisan Ales. And the first beer that we're going to discuss today is the collaboration between Zebulon and Birds Fly South from Greenville, South Carolina. Yes. <laughs> Fist up for you, good old boy, Tim. Um, And this beer, so the interesting thing about Zebulon is that he themes his beers after maybe musicians or... or He sees dead people. (laughs) Watch out, Bob. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) They are usually dead. Stop. This beer, though, which is a collaboration beer, is an ode to Bob Sylvester. Who's not dead. No. No, thank God. Live long, Bob. Um, for those of you that don't know, Bob Sylvester is the head brewer slash part owner of Saint Somewhere in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Um, there is a previous episode about Saint Somewhere. Look it up on your media something. And it's a great episode. Anyways, we're going to discuss this spring saison. And this beer is um in ode to bob sylvester so sean from birds fly south did an internship at saint somewhere with bob um a while ago and 
I'm assuming that they developed a really good relationship. And so when Zebulon and Birds Fly South got together and they decided to do a collaboration, they thought they would do this in Ode to Bob. This beer is a Saison farmhouse style ale. It is 6.3%. And it is brewed with Pilsner malts, raw wheat, oats, and rye, and a variety of flowers, such as linden blossoms, elderflowers, and chamomile. Both breweries mixed Saison cultures that were used for fermentation and the aroma of wildflower honey, complex yeast flavor, and floral notes can be noted. Do you have to know how to spell chamomile uh, in order to drink this beer? Is that a qualifying factor? None of us would be drinking Negative. the beer right now. If yes. That were true. Yes, it is. Is there a Q involved in that word? <laughs> Quamomile. <laughs> There's... There's, there's, an not e. even there's an E in there. <laughs> Maybe I need to move Maybe my an chair. I. <laughs> there's an E. Yeah, there's well, an I and an E and an O. If you can spell camo and meal, <laughs> you probably got it. Okay. Well, good, guys. I'm so glad. <laughs> okay, getting back to the beer. First of all, this beer is beautiful. It just reminds me of Bob. Not that I know Bob, but... I love Bob in a very non-threatening way in what he does and what he has Watch been your doing. Back, Bob. I- <laughs> the legal staff of One Day in Hand Productions says know that there is no longer a temporary restraining order in effect for good old gal Juliana within a 30-mile radius of said Saint Somewhere beer- Brewery. The opinions of good old gal Juliana and those of the other individuals sitting at this table are expressly their own. We return you back to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, for those that know me, they... We know where you live. <laughs> She's going like, to find you, Bob. It's a tough time. She's going to Run, find Bob. you. It's a tough time. I just love what Bob does in Tarpon Springs. A lot of do. respect. I yeah. do. Makes I do. I have beer. a lot of respect Absolutely. for him it's and what he puts... not creepy at all, no. <laughs> so when I, I got really excited about this collaboration when I heard it was coming out and I wanted to make sure that we had this bottle with this brewery takeover this to me is absolutely stunning and this just reminds me so much of bob and what he does um it's so delicate it's so balanced there's this floralness that you get with a lot of his beers you um the honey component of this really shines through and then having chamomile in this i thought was really interesting because i'm I'm thinking that maybe the chamomile is almost like the bittering agent in this beer. You know what I mean? Uh, Just so delicate, so pretty, so very old school, Um, which reminds me of Bob in so many ways. I mean, just in what he does in Florida. And I thought for a collaborative beer, this is probably one of the better collaborative beers that I've ever had. This beer is a five to me. It's truly exceptional. So, good old Boyd Caperton, what do you think of this? Yeah, I doubled down on a little bit on what you said. I agree with everything you said there. It's um, it's definitely a a very delicate beer. Um, my first impression was um, I was uh, sort of stuck, sort uh, trying to determine if this beer was hopped or not. I'm not sure that it was, but uh, regardless, uh, it certainly. The floral qualities came through. The honey Lavender. for sure. The, the honey for sure. Um, I really, yeah. It's as as beers go. I'm gonna say this is um, this is one of the more um, just excellent experiences. You know, I mean. So I'm giving it a, a rating of five. <laughs> So, in the essence of time, we're not going to be talking to everybody about this particular <gasps> beer. No, okay. because they don't quite. Dis- there are hops okay. in the beer, by the way. Are there hops? What's yeah. I, I mean, we're not worthy. talking about scratch here. Right. right. I think if there weren't hops, it would be plastered everywhere. So there are no hops. They were Sterling and Laurel. There you go. Ah, no, well, no, no Laurel. those English Laurel. noble hops that, you know, are really subtle. So. Laurel, those are pretty hardy. 
It happened. It just happened. Well, I think for what this is, it's was yeah, a, a beautiful it's a, it's collab. A gorgeous beer. Okay. What's next? Lavender. Yes. What's next? So the next beer that we're going to talk about is Experimental Forest Number One. Mm. Yes. Um, and that beer I thought was, well, first of all, this is for Lamonte Young, um, because Mike from Zebulon he likes to tribute his beers to certain people as you'll find out throughout cultural the cultural icons the yes cultural icons throughout the course of the show musical, maybe one music, of us musical and otherwise exactly dave could be a cultural icon let's not push it <laughs> he's thinking he's about thinking it. about it. i'll make a beer yeah. for dave yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. legions of fans <laughs> lamont young everyone lamont. is everyone oh, sorry, is not there, it's Lamonte. confusing only his friends call him lamonte Okay, I'm sorry. You don't know me that well. <laughs> you don't know me well to call me Lamonte. Very prickly, uh, famed, minimalist composer. <laughs> yes, yes. What In does his uh, music sound like? He composed one song. Bing. That's how minimal it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like that. <laughs> well, this is a, for those of you that are keeping score, um, this is a dark winter saison at 7.4%. It's brewed with acorn flour in the mash, fermented with Carolina native yeast, Fraser fir branches as a dry hop. Joe Fraser fir. And then aged half in first use wine barrels and then half in stainless steel with maple wood. This was an attempt to capture the experience of walking through a forest in the winter and we, as in Zebulon, nailed it. The aroma is earthy and piney with a hint of chocolate and deep mahogany. It is almost black in color. Like, literally, this stuff is super dark. Uh, the flavor is complex with fruity chocolate notes that blend with pine and a perfect dry finish. This is dedicated to Lamont Young, who is one of the original minimalists and avant-garde composers. Maybe the most experimental of all the early modern composers with compositions that include feeding a bale of hay to a piano. Wrap your head around that. They're hungry. They are very ah, hungry. hungry pianos. All my pianos were meat eaters. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah. yeah. That being said... We all stopped this, to drink at the same time there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I just had nothing to say. That, to okay, so this beer, as it has warmed up, has become even more yeah. pronounced for me. Um and we've had time, sadly, for this to warm up a bit. Um It's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> but it reminds me so much of back home. Like if ever there was a beer that was giving me a sensory, this was it. Um in, in terms of recognition, it's I'm taste I'm smelling and tasting the trees, I'm tasting the dirt, I'm feeling myself walking through a really densely packed um, forest, and everything about this beer is so beautiful. It's not for everyone, so you know you have to have an open mind when you think about this beer. Thus, the name Experimental Forest, but. If you're somebody that like really enjoys jazz and experimental jazz, I think you would really enjoy this. Yes, I know I have jazz or, today. or minimalism. Yeah, I mean, or dirt. Even though it's not a minimal beer, look, it required jazz hands. You know what she was saying there. It's hard but, to drink with jazz hands jazz though, because you yeah, spill yeah, the beer yeah. everywhere. Right. But this is truly, it's an exceptional beer, and me being a lover of um forests forests yes a because i grew up around them experiments and well experiments yeah who doesn't love a good experiment a good i mean beer. come on we're home brewers here and professionals um no but loving pennsylvania tuxedo and loving the spruce from yards she worked it in there I, I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love trees in beer and, and flannel. <laughs> Go hug one. <laughs> and then drink it. Yes. Group therapy is every Thursday <laughs> at 8:30. Feed your trees to a piano. <laughs> but, then, then we'll talk. <laughs> well, anyways, Mike, I totally got what you were doing with this beer and 
I absolutely love it. And I mean, I wish I lived there in Weaverville so I could buy some more of this because it's truly exceptional and I gave it a five. Cuddle by Caperton. Well, let me just say, I can't say a lot that he didn't say in the description for the beer. I thought it was pretty much right on. Yeah, um, so dead I, on. I'm not sure about mahogany. Um, like I said earlier, I, I picked up some cedar notes maybe from this beer as well as, um, you know, some some just more generic sort of oaky, woody sort of uh, notes. But uh, definitely uh, just just earthy and chocolatey and and uh, I believe he breaded it, but I, I'm not picking up on a lot of Brett character. That said, there is a lot going on with this beer, and probably um, it, it can. Some may view this beer as a little challenging, but uh, I certainly felt like it in, invoked uh, or evoked a, uh, a a nice hike through the woods. And and I'm looking for my tent to camp in this experimental forest. I know. For sure. I want to be there for sure. Yep. So I gave it a five. <laughs> You know, I think there was even a hint of fog in there, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I really... What does yeah. fog taste like? This beer. Yeah. Okay, just go out and buy this beer, and you'll understand. Um, moving on, good old boy Tim, I think there's a beer that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the dry hop Brett Saison that was brewed for John Glenn, the legendary astronaut. If you're interested in something and uh, feel like it, and have good health to do it, why not do it? Godspeed, John Glenn. Indeed. Why not do it, John? Yeah, and I think Mike's embodying a lot of that. Uh, this It's a 7% beer. It, it spent some months in, in Chardonnay barrels with some Brett, uh, and then to add the out-of-universe uh, uh, experience, it has Galaxy, Comet, and Apollo hops, which... You know, maybe a lot of times you'll make a beer and then dedicate it to someone. I feel like this might be started with John Glenn and yeah, yeah, the Galaxy yeah. Comet and yeah. Apollo Hops might have been tailored to the theme, uh, which I think makes a really interesting combination because, to be honest, those are not hops you're going to put together. Uh, I'm not terribly familiar with Comet, but Apollo is a, a really high alpha. I believe it's American hop. Galaxy is uh, an Australian hop. Um, it's another high alpha. It, it is pretty high alpha. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's also a great stripper name. <laughs> yeah, Comet I prefer, but Galaxy's pretty good too. <laughs> Candy Sugar would be my favorite. I'd tip, uh, I'd tip either one of them. Watch out for strippers named Uranus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> and see. Uh, band, <laughs> band, apologies, <laughs> apologies to Mike thanks, and Gabe Grinnell. Bandit strip clubs now. Wow, yeah, there was no I, doubt was about that. How are we going to take this show on the road now? Damn it. We talked about a traveling uh, podcast. So, anyways, my actual review of the beer. Um, so, it, it has a bit of Brett in it. Um, and actually, it has a lot of Brett in it, to be honest. That's what's taken over the whole flavor. It's it's really fruity and funky. Uh, I get some cheese in a good way. Maybe some toe cheese mm. in a good way. Shrimping. <laughs> and and yeah, you get some interesting flavors from the dry hop because, like we said, it's it's so uh, high alpha. And, and yeah, as I said, the dry hop it's it's not out of this world, but it's enjoyable. Crickets. <laughs> and uh, there are no dead crickets in this beer, though. But that I we would, know of. No, oh, it's true that we know. There's no nutty flavor that Dave. They didn't up. brag about it. <laughs> they didn't name it after that. Yeah. So I gave the dry hop Brett saison a four. Good old boy, Mike. What do you think of this beer? Well, uh, so we've had a lot of um, beers that are in this style. The you know basically a, a Brett saison and a wide variety of them from several brewers. And when I first saw that you know this was in the flight today, and you know I kind of I was open. And I was I'm just taste what's in the glass and, and listen. You know, see what's going on. Usually when Mike natural reaction when i see the word bread uh especially with a saison my natural reaction is what are you trying to cover up you know that went wrong with this beer and with this particular beer i don't 
really think any of that was the case. I think this was by design. Um, and I would have probably enjoyed tasting the base beer before Brett had been introduced to it. I, you know, think the hot profile and especially the malt uh, in this, I thought was very well balanced. I thought it was great beer. The Brett is really kind of struck me as the the glue that just kind of, you know, weaved in and through all of these, you know, tasting profiles and said, this is how it tastes, you know, in a complete form. So I thought that it was uh, something that I really enjoyed. It was a very good, solid, uh, you know, dry hop Brett Saison. My sedge rating for this one is going to be a three. Did you want me to use my jazz hands? No. <laughs> Are you yeah. telling me I'm number one again? Hmm. <laughs> um, this beer I thought was really interesting. Um, the breath character to me got sort of muddled with the hops, but I think for those people that like IPAs, they would really enjoy this because this is a very hop forward, um, a kind of. You can confuse the the yeast with the dankness of what a hop could be sometimes, if that makes any sense. But I thought this was really nice. Uh, you okay there, good old boy Dave? Mm, I'm fine. Okay. Just, 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 I'm just bored. Oh. Okay. Thanks we'll liven it up for you, buddy. Hang yeah, in. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, work with me here. Yeah. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> stuff in things. things we, stuff. Stuff. we got things. Taking my headphones off, guys. <laughs> wake me up. Wake wow. me up when it's my turn to I'll talk. I'll be in the experimental forest. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that I'm For those so of you that boring. are still wondering between option A, B, or C, it's time to guess once again. Really, is there an option? Yeah, I agree. You okay. should read this before the break. I thought, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me She's sneak working in on here. It. She's yeah. working on it. He's number one. Okay, this is a really nice beer. Um, little hoppy, little cheesy, and I gave it a four. We'll be right back after this brief it's interlude. Not just the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover. Avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only. Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back, everyone. We're in the middle of a Zebulon brewery takeover we're definitely in the middle of something yeah <laughs> knee stuck deep. in the middle knee how do we get out with you yes so we've been talking about the dry hopped brett saison um good old boy dave what did you think about the spear so usually dry hop saison is kind of weird because dry hopping indicates you need to drink it fresh but brett is usually a slow worker yep which requires time but i think uh if you hit the beer in the right sweet spot it's great and I think we got this one at a pretty good time. I gave it a four. Good old boy, Caperton, your thoughts? Um, Dave made a good point there that this is, you know, Mike's done a few beers like this that were breaded yet hoppy. And um, so you you basically get two two beers if you, if you buy more than one and you can stash one back for a while. Um, the Brett has seems to really be kicking into gear here. Uh, I would very much like to taste this beer, this hop combination in a clean version, just to sort of see what's going on. Um, that said, it did warm up super nicely, and the hops opened up a little bit more uh, than it did when it was cooled. 
and I'm going to give this a rating of four. Speaking of saisons and the fact that good old boy Caperton loves him some saisons, what beer would you like to talk about? Um, I think I would like to talk about the Saison Vieille Provision for Ooh. Gene Wilder, which... Uh, alive! What, <laughs> it's alive! It is, it is. It's alive! Thanks to the Brett, it is alive. Um, and at 9.2%, this beer was infinitely drinkable. But uh, that aside, uh, VA uh, Provision translates as old stock and is used for strong beers that are barrel aged. Uh, it's a mixed field saison that spent four months in red wine barrels with the house Brett blend and then uh, bottle conditioned for three more months. Um, I tasted this beer fresh as well uh, several months ago. And it was a completely different beer. It was, it was certainly more hop forward at that time. The Brett was very much in the background. Uh, right now, it seems to be balancing out really nicely. Um, so uh, let me see what I wrote here. Uh, this is a lot more rounded out, I think, than the, than the dry hopped Brett that we just talked about. Um, it seems to have picked up more of the barrel and maybe a little bit of, uh, of uh, the Venus quality from the barrels. Um, uh, the funk and hops are super well balanced right now. I just love this beer and uh, just a beautiful complexity. I'd love to try it again in six more months. I've got a bottle stashed back. I'll certainly try to hang on to it, although it's going to be tough. But I gave this a rating of five. Good old boy, Tim. What did you think of this beer? I liked a lot how complex this beer was. It's one of those uh, you just go back for more and more sips to try and see what else you can figure out about it and what else you taste. I got a lot of uh, tart flavor, funky, fruity. Um, you get some stone fruit, even though I guess there's no fruit in here. It's at 9%. It's not tasting like it at all, um, which is why you're okay going back for more and more sips. You get a little of the wood or barrel age flavor. And, you know, Caberton had it fresh and said it changed. And I'd like to see how this changes even more, even though it's drinking great. Um, maybe because it's named for Gene Wilder, or it's, I, there's a proclivity for me to like it already, but. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. That's absolutely accurate. And this raving, raging mind gave it a five. Good old boy, Mike. So uh, for the Zebulon Saison VA uh, Provision, um, really very interesting beer. Uh, I think it was the fruit presentation off this that really captures your palate, you know, really quick. I actually wrote down two fruits uh, in my tasting notes, peach and grapefruit. And I really thought that the bitterness uh, that is brought from both of those fruits were definitely um, evident within the tasting profile. The sweetness from the peach was, you know, the other piece that seemed to be, you know, very strong within this. And so I'm kind of with Tim. I'm like, wow, there's just no fruit in this. And it's really amazing that you can make something that is this complex. The one thing um, with it being 9.2%, that is like super sneaky. I mean, you could just pound down, you know, like a liter or two liters of this. And, you know, you would just, you wouldn't even know that you've had that much beer. It, it would You be wouldn't a, remember you had that much beer. Probably. <laughs> um, am I drinking with Dave? <laughs> you know, it may, it may play into my st uh, strategy, you know, around this. So. Uh, really fascinating beer. My sedge rating for uh, the Saison Vieille Provision is a four. This is my favorite schizophrenic. Um, I thought I was. <laughs> but the reason why I say this is, like, and I totally understand why it was in homage to Gene Wilder, is because, 
you get this fruitiness, although there isn't any fruitiness. You get this like funkiness that's there in the background. And then it is so light and creamy that you don't realize that it's 9.2% unless you look at the bottle and see that it's 9.2%. So it's it's such uh, an ironic beer in that sense. But I really, really enjoyed this. It's, it's so delicate, it, but yet it's so complex. And this was a good, solid... Ugh, I'm going to ease into five with this. You know you want to. And I did. Okay. And so I, I all I now. will say about this beer is uh, this was did not drink like a nine percent beer. Phenomenal. I give it a suds five. So, exactly. Um, good old boy Caperton, I think there was another beer that you wanted to talk about. Oh, was there? There was. Betty Davis. Betty Davis. And I've got that right here. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh. I've got that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, this is Carolina Native Ale for Barry, Betty <laughs> Barry they Obama. Buried, they buried Barry Betty. Obama. <laughs> Betty Davis. Sorry. Um, we got political there. Uh, pardon me. Uh, according to the, the brewery, it was brewed with 100% local Pilsner and Heritage Malt uh, from Asheville's own Riverbend Malt House and fermented with wild yeast, with a wild yeast strain isolated off a of Carolina nectarine from our pals at nice. Southeast Labs. Tangy, fruity, and crisp. De- dedicated to Durham's own queen of funk, Betty Davis. She was married to Miles Davis and turned him on to Acid and Jimi Hendrix. Wow. There you go. There's there's a woman. That it's not a hard sell. Would you yeah, consider yeah. that a contribution to the society or culture? Or, you know, yes. 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 yes that's a quick yeah. answer. Thank yes. You. Yes. Yeah. We can stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard any of her funkalicious solo albums backed up by Sly and the Family Stones band, you are indeed missing out. True that. So, um, yeah, this beer, I think it may. If if I had to knock it at all, the the negative would be that maybe it lacks a little of the complexity that some of the other beers have. That could be due to the fact that it's a single malt beer. Uh, that said, I think Tim had some conversations with Mike at some point where he he uh, yeah yeah he, that's true. He, he extolled the virtues <clears throat> of just using Pilsner malt in in some beers. Uh, that said, um, there there is a lot more going on with this beer thanks to the yeast, um, and uh, I'm gonna say it's a solid four. Go to boy Tim. What'd you think of this beer? Well, it's playing off of what what Caperton said, Mike. Uh, I knew Mike Karnowski from a place I used to work, and I kind of used him as a resource at one point about, hey, I'm getting into saisons. What what's the what's your best grainville grainville for a saison that sort of thing and what do you put into it and he kind of came back with 100 percent pilsner malt which took me by surprise a little bit and i guess kind of underlying what he said would be that this is you know it sets up a saison for a great flavor but you have to have good pilsner malt and i think what they're doing out at, at riverbend um in Asheville is great I think they're making a lot of really great malt. They're doing a lot of heritage uh, wheat and rye, you know, that used to grow in North Carolina or still does, but is not malted and used for beer, but there's no reason it shouldn't be. So they also do a Pilsner, which is what was used in this beer. And <clears throat> that that's absolutely the flavor you get. Strong Pilsner flavor. You know, it's a wild yeast strain, isolated. Um, I don't taste any funk, but a lot of Saison, you know, which which makes sense. And... Yeah, it says tangy, fruity, and crisp, and I get tangy, light, and beautiful Saison and Pilsner flavor. And uh, I gave this one a four. This beer was amazing. 
Um, and it's funky and it's smooth and it is what I would expect uh, from a Betty Davis version. Okay, girl. Girl. We listened to her as we were pouring this beer and enjoying this beer. And I got to say, Miss Davis, if you're listening, or I should say Miss Mabry Davis, her stuff is badass. It really, really is. And this beer is very indicative of that. I gave it a four myself. So, moving on um, to the next beer. Good old boy Dave, I think there's a beer that you wanted to talk about. Maybe. So, the beer did know well is their uh, holiday beer. And uh, so, here we go. Beer doing well for Charles Bukowski. <laughs> I'm such a spoiled old toad. <laughs> Our first annual Christmas beer. This beer started its life's dark Belgian quad. It was fermented with house Saison yeast blend. Then they aged it on sour cherries. They didn't want a cherry beer, but they wanted to add a layer of tart fruit with it, uh, to pair with the nougat. That's right, nougat. And chocolate flavor of the base beer. Then they put in some fresh uh, red wine barrels with the house uh, Brett blend to age it on. This beer started out when we first opened it. It was pretty cold, and the the chocolate really came out, and the cherry was there. But as it warmed up, the cherry really expanded, and this beer got really good. So um, I think uh, this beer is definitely something that everyone should really enjoy for the holidays. I think it's awesome. I gave this one a five. <laughs> Little boy Caperton, what'd you think of this beer? Well, I wish it could be Christmas every day if this is the beer we get. Um, this beer was just really the standout of all of these really good beers. Um, chocolate covered cherry. I mean, it's it's very it's definitely not a cherry beer as such, but uh, it comes through. the 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 red wine comes. Every everything is banging in this beer, and I'm giving it a solid five. <laughs> Good old boy, Tim. What did you think of this beer? I loved it. Uh, <clears throat> as a tribute to Charles Bukowski, I think it's wonderful at 11.5%. As he was uh, once quoted as saying, I don't like jail because they have the wrong kind of bars in there. <laughs> and I think this beer is so complex. It's very fruity from the cherry and also the, uh, the, the dark fruit that you get from the Belgian flavor. And it's not as boozy as you'd think it'd be at 11 and a half. Not at all. It's crazy. It's, it's kind of whiny. There's some chocolate, a little tartness. Uh, I mean, this, this beer was excellent. Like Dave said, it would be Christmas every day. Bring it on. I give this beer a five. Good old boy, Mike. What'd you think of this beer? Well, uh, my tasting notes when I wrote down a drugstore chocolate cherries is what I wrote down. This is just very reminiscent of that flavor profile. Um, so I'll confess, I am not a fan of you know these style of beers. Uh, they're just such huge flavor bombs, and to kind of chew my way, you know, through uh, you know three elves you know two fairies as well as you know a couple of candy canes and chewed like through fairies through <laughs> that's what wow. i feel like i'm having to do wow <clears throat> you know the thing that i hear uh when i am drinking this beer is a couple of rake and bass um you know burl lives christmas songs you know that are playing in my the background in my head that being said i thought it was a good beer it's a really good belgian quad my sudge rating for the beer de, beer de noel is going to be a three. I thought this was beautiful. This is what Christmas should be like. And for those of you that are checking, I actually combined this a little bit with the experimental forest, and I thought this was a absolutely stunning oh, blend. I can't wait yes. to, to do that. Yes. Um, that being said, this to me is what Christmas is all about. I mean, it is a huge flavored beer but 
the cherries on it are subtle enough. It's just a beautiful blend. And Mikey did a great job with this. I give it a five. Well, kids, that concludes this episode for today. Really? Did they choose well? <laughs> if they already turned us off. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think they did. If not, that's their fault. Wow. It's their problem. Yes. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and even if you didn't, you can catch all of our episodes online, as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, well, except for that one guy. And you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news and information. And please, please, please take the time to rate this episode if you are listening online. Thanks to everybody here today. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, send me emails at leave the cork in at sipsudsmokes.com. Or not. Good old boy, Caperton. Hey, this has been fun. Thanks for the beers, Mike. Good old boy, Tim. Hey, thanks for having me. I don't know why you do. And good old boy, Mike. Us either. Listen, if you would like to send all of your complaints about Dave, you can send those to me at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Overflowing. Thank you for uh, joining us for this episode. Come back, join us once again, and I'll ask you to keep on sipping. This is good old Gadjuliana. Mike, we love you and what you do at Zebulon. Yeah, Please do. don't change a flipping thing. And we'd love your musical taste. Keep on chuggling, guys, and we'll see you next time. Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.